Hey lovelies, welcome, welcome, welcome. We are here today to talk about the real reason why God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. For many of the LGBTQ plus people that identify as Christians or that people who believe in Jesus, this is a huge hang up point. So Welcome to the live to Queer Christian Conversations. I am Koji Ama. I'm here to help people make peace and reconcile their faith and their sexuality. And so that's what the topics are. So in preparation for Pride Month, which is June, I'm going to be helping. We're going to be going through the process of just debunking and just exploring and exposing the lies that we have been taught from the Bible yesterday. Um, we talked about what the word sexual morality actually means. And now today we're going to be talking about what actually destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Not using my own interpretation. The Bible interprets itself. So we're going to go ahead, okay, and talk about that today. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. If you have questions, drop them in the comments section here. If you're watching me live, if you're watching me from the replay, not a problem. You can still ask questions like somebody uh, beautifully did yesterday. I love that conversation, by the way. Um, they were asking, well, if I'm dating someone and I take them out to dinner and I buy dinner for them, does that mean I'm trying to buy sex from that person? And please go read my answers. But the... Uh, answer basically was if your intention and your motivation is that you're thinking if I go ahead and buy dinner am I gonna get sex from that right am I gonna do it so I can open their legs up if that's the reason then you're not you know uh, behaving in a healthy I, I don't want to use the word godly because that can be triggering for people uh, but you're not operating in alignment with healthy sexuality okay so let's jump into Sodom and Gomorrah. Let me know if you have questions. It is drizzling here a little bit over at my house, but that's not a problem. And excuse the dogs barking in the background. It's so much nicer outside to talk, so let's just do it. All right, so normally we're taught in the Bible by the church, not in the Bible, by the, by the church. And I hear this all the time, especially in African circles when I'm on um, line engaging with people. They're saying, well, if God destroyed an entire city because of homosexuality, then of course um, he's against people being gay. If he's going to destroy an entire city because of people being gay. So the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, right? The three angels come down. They talk to Abraham. God's saying, I'm about to go destroy the city. Um, if there are, and Abraham says, if there are 50 righteous people, you're going to destroy. And God says, no, I won't destroy it. If there's 10, no. He could have asked if there was one because um, Lot was the one righteous person by association with Abraham. But he didn't ask that. So they go down. The angels go down to Lot's house. And the mob of men come around and they want to have Lot to let the people, the men that have come into the city, to let them out so that they can gang rape them. Okay? So Lot says, no, don't gang rape the angels, the men that are here. I'm going to give you my virgin daughters to go ahead and rape them, gang rape them, and that's a better thing. And the men are like, no. The angry mob are like, no, we don't want your virgin daughters. We want to rape the men. So in the interpretation that the church often teaches is, well, um, God was so appalled, right, by them wanting to rape gang rape men, right, which is what people think is homosexuality, people who want to gang rape other people, okay, um, 
it's better that he lot was so appalled because he was so godly that he was saying gang rape my virgin daughters instead of gang raping the man because we're so appalled by homosexuality that makes absolutely no sense because that story of sodom and gomorrah was about sexual violence against anybody not homosexuality of people who are in loving relationships who are romantically attracted and want to have a relationship with somebody else that's just plain just from reading that scripture genesis 19 if you go and read it it's about sexual violence it is not about homosexuality because if you're saying that it's about homosexuality you're saying that it's better for them to gang rape virgin women than for them to have gang rape men the logic is crazy and mostly because we've been taught these things by male the patriarchy that has taught us because in the bible women are often treated as property as they were back in the day and still are in a lot of different um i'm not going to say western countries but non-western countries right they're treated as property now when you go later on the bible to ezekiel 16 verses 48 i'm gonna read you what the bible what god this is god speaking in the scripture right to the prophet about sodom and about samaria about all of these um countries these people of his that have left him to go and worship other gods right he called it idolatry he called them harlots because they were selling themselves to other gods remember we talked about it yesterday right the sexual morality the degrading of sex is when we think that we can trade something tangible something um currency something that can be destroyed here on the earth right where moth and rust cannot destroy that we want to trade those things uh for sex that is a demeaning and a degrading and a luring of divine sexuality okay so just from genesis 19 that story is about sexual violence all right not about homosexuality the reason why god destroyed sodom and gomorrah he explains in ezekiel 16 48 i'm going to go ahead and um pull that up here i'm reading from the new king james version by the way and if you have not read ezekiel 16 please go ahead hey um please go ahead and read it okay because it will save your life my favorite scripture in the bible actually comes from ezekiel 16. um if you read verses 1 um to to 14 it is such a beautiful story of how god loves us and how he adores us right but then he goes into the problem that happened um when he had given israel jerusalem all these beautiful things and they gave it away to other gods their harlotry he calls it they were selling themselves to other gods not to other people to other gods okay so ezekiel 16 48 explains it i'm going to read it for you okay so the lord says as i live says the lord god neither your sister sodom nor her daughters have done as you and your daughters have done he's talking to samaria look this was he literally says look this was hey Britt." this was the iniquity of your sister sodom this is the bible now she and her daughter had pride does that sound familiar okay pride other scriptures other translations says they were arrogant okay look this was the iniquity of your sister sodom she and her daughter had pride fullness of food 
and an abundance of idleness. Neither, neither did she, excuse my dog from barking, neither did she strengthen the hand of the poor or needy. And they were haughty, which is another word for pride, and committed abomination before me. Therefore, I took them away as I saw fit. Okay? Gus, why are you wanting to be a part of the live right now? <laughs> You're so funny. Um, but that, if you have, do you have a question? Put the question in the comments. So that was the sin of Sodom. Their pride, okay? They have fullness of food and an abundance of idleness. That sounds like Western world, right? That sounds like the church of Laodicea. They were so full. They were so rich of themselves. They did not care for the poor or the needy, and they were full of pride, okay? If homosexuality and if sexuality in general was the issue of Sodom, God would have said so in Ezekiel. And it was not. So when you hear people, oh, my phone just went out, I have poor connection, I apologize for that. When you hear people teaching to you about scripture and you haven't read it yourself, that is a huge problem. I hear all the time being, I'm a Liberian, in Liberian circles, there was this huge thing that just happened last week where a young man said 99% uh, of Liberian men in Liberia are gay and all the Liberian people got so upset. They were so enraged. How could he say that? And they were in the comments, um, well, God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah because of homosexuality and they don't read their Bible. They're only repeating what the pastor put into their mouth, okay? Sodom and Gomorrah was not destroyed because of homosexuality. If you're saying that, then you're saying that God prefers um, gang raping sexual violence towards women than he does towards homosexuality right that doesn't make any sense for the nature of who god is for the love that he teaches us in the word for the um the character of god that he would prefer that a gang of people would rape a woman now as a woman talking about this maybe it's it's easier for men not to have this conversation of actually talk to people in the ministry and ask them why men specifically have this conversation why do men not preach on the violence sexual violence towards women it's always about the woman how she carries herself what she's doing what sorry for the pausing i think my connection's a little low um what she's doing to incite men towards um sexual behavior towards them whether it be violent or non-violent okay we don't want to have the conversation about sexual violence towards women. If we really want to talk about Sodom and Gomorrah, you cannot talk about it without that violent behavior that they would want to go and rape strangers that came into the town. So it's about how they treated people who were different from them, right? That they wanted to exert their control. They wanted to exert their violence towards them. And here in Ezekiel, it says that they had an abundance of idleness. So you're sitting around doing nothing, okay? You're eating, your, your stomach is full, you're having a grand old time, here come some strangers, and your first thought is let's go and gang rape them. It wasn't one man knocking on, on the door and saying, hey, Lot, um, I seen somebody came through and he looked kind of cute. I want to holler at him. I want to get to know him. Can I take him out on a date? No, that was not the case. It was a group a, a angry mob right we are familiar with what an angry mob is right now because of what's happening with george floyd in, in minneapolis and in la and how people are rioting and being angry rightfully so for the injustices that are happening in america right now so imagine that violence gang 
mob of people now. There's strangers in their house, right? You have strangers in your house, and that angry mob comes and says, bring those people out here, okay? We want to rape them. And you're like, oh, no, don't be homosexuals. That doesn't even compute. That is absolutely not in alignment with just common sense, okay? So let me think about this, too, with... um. I think the officer name is Chaven or something like that, that um, that killed George Floyd and stood on his neck. And I am so sorry uh, for that. So you had um, the police people in front of this man, this, the ex-officers, former officer's house. The police were standing and there were an angry mob outside calling for him to be arrested and all these things so imagine have that in your mind just to bring it out here into 2020 this year have that in your mind and now think that those people are asking for somebody in the house to come out so they can gang rape them will your first thought be oh it's because um they're homosexuals and that's so wrong and then he says no take my virgin daughter take my 13 year old 14 year old daughter you go go rape them and that's so much better it doesn't make any sense and it doesn't make any sense because the Bible specifically says that is not the reason Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed in Ezekiel 16, 48, okay? Read the whole, the whole verse, all right? Because before that, the whole chapter, before that, he's talking about how come I did all of these beautiful things for you? I saw you. You were born. You were naked. You were bare. There's nobody cared for you. I took you in. I brought you in. I loved you. I entered into a covenant with you right? I clothed you. I gave you the best of foods, right? The best of clothing. I adorned you with all these beautiful things. And what do you do? Everything that I gave you, you gave to other people, right? You gave to other gods to go and worship them. If you read the whole New Testament, the Old Testament, which I have read, God's heart is constantly... My connection is bad, so I'm going to have to end this soon. But God's heart is constantly towards the people because he wants them to worship him, not because he's some, you know, uh, insecure God at all, right? He wants relationship, right? He wants to be our God. He wants to be the one that you come to. He wants to be the reason why you can say, like Abraham said, let no man say that they blessed me or made me rich. God did that, right? So God did all of these things for them and they took it because they wanted to be like the people around them and took it to go worship those people. That is the that is the problem God's speaking about in the scripture. And he's saying, what you have done is even worse than what Sodom and Gomorrah did. Right. And if you read further, because he's such a loving God, he says, even though you did those things, I'm going to still bless you. I'm going to still enter a covenant with you so that your shame, when you remember your shame, you remember me and you come back to me. Right. So that is it. That is our lesson for today. Sodom and Gomorrah was not destroyed because of um, homosexuality. There was it's sexual violence. But more than that, it was their pride. It was the fact that they did not consider the poor and the needy, okay? That they were had an abundance of food and all these different things, and they chose to be selfish, and they chose to treat people who were different than them in violent, destructive ways, okay? So that is it. Thank you so much for watching today. I love y'all. Um, share this live. If you have any other questions, we may come back tomorrow um, with another on the, that the church tries to use to try to hate on other people okay haters are not welcome okay we love you okay but you're not welcome all right um read the bible all of it before you come step to me okay all right so i love y'all thank you so much for watching i'll see you soon bye hello hello this is coach yama interrupting your podcast listening 
to let you know how you can work with me. I offer a one-on-one coaching program called The Path to Acceptance. And this program might be right for you if you want to no longer feel like a mistake, a sinner, or an abomination because of your sexual orientation. If you want to be confident that you are loved and accepted as someone made in the image of God and be 100% certain you're living in obedience with scripture, this might be right for you. And I'm offering right now a free 50-minute session that you can book with me right now if you go to my website www.yema.com and book a free call with me right now and on that call we are going to decide what the plan is for you the right plan is for you to move powerfully forward into your full acceptance from God and in God I hope to talk to you soon bye